Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation. Going online on an unencrypted Wi-Fi is incredibly dangerous, and I never do it. Whenever you're in a, a cafe, hotel, airports, I'm in a hotel right now. There's no way I would go on the Wi-Fi without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that hackers can't steal your data. Hackers can make some serious cash selling personal information on the dark web. So secure your online data today at expressvpn.com slash onion and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash onion. Expressvpn.com slash onion. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. This is the start of this week's podcast. Is it? Yeah. <coughs> I hadn't coughed yet. Are you all right? I'll just get that out. Get it out. <laughs> Done. What was that? A tickle? A yeah. frog? You know, sometimes when you drink something very... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cold, it can sometimes catch you back in your yeah. throat. Actually, so this is a, a fruit smoothie from my favorite fruit smoothie place, and I had a fruit smoothie I've never had from there before. And it had kale in it, and it made the insides of my legs itch. What did it have in it? Kale. Kale. Yeah, you know that cabbage. Yeah. A very dense cabbage. And I sometimes feel like it makes my throat a little bit itchy. I tried it, felt fine. An hour or so later, the inside of my thighs got quite warm and itchy. Were you wearing shorts? No, I was in a, a lovely pair of taxi bombs. Try, try shorts next time. Okay, next time. What's written on your um, your glass there? It doesn't this. seem to say Dom. This. Did, did they write your name on it? It says crazy. 
Why does it say that? I, well, I, I'm hoping it's because that's the name of the, the drink and not me. They, they didn't just go, yeah, we've got you. Right, crazy. <laughs> Maybe uh, rather than putting people's names on it, they just had to look at people yeah. and put what, an adjective. Crazy. Let's put down what we think. There you go, crazy. <laughs> on your way. On your way. Um, Handsome. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. What's been going on this week? Oh, Anything? What's been going on this week, Tom? Has no, it been all go? No, but has Run it? off your feet. Let me think. Well, Not, you said you've been gardening a, a little bit. I did week. a bit of gardening, yeah. Because the weather was a bit nicer, wasn't Lovely, it? It was nice. It? I went out for a surf. <gasps> that was fun. Caught a couple of waves. That right. was good. Um, but uh, you know, got got it's, it's tax time, isn't it? It's t- is time it? to do your taxes, yeah. Oh, that's never fun, is it? I don't do. I have someone do it for me. I don't. I don't trust. They send anyone. me something. They say sign that, and I go, yeah, there you go. There you go. Get up. I can't. I can't do numbers. I actually dreamt last night that I was doing not the most complicated maths in my dream. But I remember being so frustrated in my dream, thinking, really, I'm doing maths. This is a dream, and I'm having to do maths in a dream. It was seven plus. One, no, seven times one plus one divided by two. I was like, well, that's four, isn't it? I, d- I wasn't listening. No. Seven times one. Right, seven. Plus one. Eight. Divided by two. What is it? It's four, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, even in my dream, I thought, I've got that. But I was well, just frustrated. You could do anything in a dream, so I don't really want to be doing maths. No. I think I'm more of a math head and you're more of a letters Mm, love letters. Have you been doing Wordle? Yeah, I love Wordle. Is that the thing that comes out once a day? Yeah, my whole family do it. My dad, my brother, my mum, and I. Jack's just got me started as well. Yeah. Now, what are you son. averaging? What in terms of how, when you're getting it? Yeah. Yesterday I got it with only one line to go. I so was you, getting that scared. Was a five. I was a five. I've done a couple of threes. Yeah. I average a three or a four. Do you? It's mm-hmm. good. What's yeah. your first, do you always have the same first word? I don't always have the same first word, but I try and include two vowels in the first word because mm. then you've kind of covered yourself. So I tend to, I've done louse quite a few times. Right, okay. L-O-U-S-E. Yeah. Uh, grime is a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Grout. Grout, that's a good one. Thanks. I tell you what I was thinking about this week because I was singing it uh, around the house. Remember that song by Shaggy, Mr. Bombastic? Yes. Call me Mr. Bombastic. Tell the fantastic. I saw him play live once. It was good. Where did you see him? At in Glasgow. Park. Glasgow. Park? No, no, it was in an indoor. I can't remember, but it was it was fun. So I think that I get the lyrics wrong. Mm-hmm. I think you did as well. Mr. Bombastic, telephone-tastic. Definitely not telephone-tastic. I think it's tell me fantastic. Is it? And then I sing, kiss me on my bottom, said the Mr. Romantic. But I don't think people are kissing him on his bottom, are they? No, you, n- you need to know somebody quite well. I don't think he would want that. So are there any lyrics out there that people either purposefully sing wrong or accidentally sing wrong? Another example would be my best mate, Tom. Yeah. His little brother, who's not that little. Remember we went to a Stone Roses concert with him? He's very tall. He's a big man. He's a big lad. Yeah, you don't want to mess with him. He... Used to sing. There's a song by the Smiths called "Girlfriend in a Coma." Girlfriend in a coma. I know. I know. I know. It's serious. It's ser- well, obviously. So he would sing, "Girlfriend in a coma." I know. I know. She's five today. What? What? That doesn't even sound like it. And also, you wouldn't be going out with a girl if she was five. No, no unless no. you were four or five. You know. Yeah. So. Are there any lyrics out there that you knowingly or accidentally sing wrong? Get in touch with us. Is there anything that you do wrong? I think there's probably quite a lot. Well, I mean, Mr. telephone Bond, that, definitely. I right. thought he was just really good on the phone. Yeah. 
Tell me fantastic. I think it's tell me fantastic. Tell the fantastic. Kiss me on my bottom, said the Mr. O. Romantic. That's nice, that. Peeling the onion. Well, should we do a little bit of housekeeping? Let's do it, Dom. Housekeeping. How much fun are you? To keep a house so clean and true. Well, we've had a lot of uh, correspondence. We've had great guests. We've had a lot of great guests, Dom, but we need to do some housekeeping now yes. and just say hello to the people that have been listening. Yes. Well, do you want to start? I do. Off you go, then. Are you ready? You go on. It's from Dennis Hi, in Dennis. the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Last episode, oh, where are it? Yeah, Dennis from the Netherlands. Yes. I loved the Friendship Onion where you talked with Sam Regal about Dungeons and Dragons. It was so much fun to watch. As a game master myself for a couple of games with my friends, it's really nice to see people get excited when they learn more about Dungeons and Dragons. I did get quite excited. You did, yeah. As for the sci-fi tabletop role-playing game, I would suggest Starfinder. It's essentially what you guys talked about in the podcast. It's Dungeons and Dragons in space. Here's my thought, Don. Go on. Dennis from the Netherlands. Thank you very much for that. I say we get Starfinder. I say we get a few of our friends, maybe Elijah, mm. Sean, mm. maybe maybe Dennis from the Netherlands. Yeah, hi, Dennis. Whoever. And we, we play a game. Mm. We do it maybe as a special friendship onion and we start it we start it and I'm the captain. I was just about to say what you're not saying in brackets, which mm. you're gonna keep secret is but I'm the captain. Yeah, I'll always end with but I'm the captain. I wanna be who's the guy in the engine room that's always confused? Scotty. I wanna be him, surrounded by smoke, going, I don't think we can make it, I don't yeah. think we can make so it. The head engineer. Yeah. Yeah, you can be him. I'll be him. You'll be good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love that. Thanks, Dennis. That's great. Thank you. Um We've also had quite a bit of correspondence about the incredible scrambled eggs. The incredible scrambled egg making recipe that, or method more than anything else, that I also made at your house. And it was delicious. With your wife. And like, we we, should, it, we, we? should not forget that I did bake bread for you that. You did bake bread. It was fantastic. It went very well. Thank this you. from France, uh, from Gael and Graham in Samoens in France. Where is that, do you think? I don't know. See, my hand was oh, It's quite not a bad shape for France. Is it? If you miss the fingers out. Right. Nice is down here. No, it's not. Isn't it? No, it's up the top. Nice. Nice is like here. Nice is the south of France. Well, I've turned it upside down, you see. <laughs> uh, nice is at the Mediterranean. Is it? Yeah. Well, You've been. Yeah. I was I, with you. I was doing a lot of drinking back then. <laughs> Who knows where Samoens is? I, well, I'm guessing Gail and Graham uh, do know. Well, but they, they said, they said uh, Billy, Dom, and the gang. Hey, gang. Uh, thank you Does so that much. Mean John? I think so, yeah. Thank you so much for your Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs method. Made them today with a mini fry up for lunch. Lovely. Lovely stuff. We both approve. We live well, now in France, but originally from England. So a fry up is daily as a daily miss joy. Do you have a meal or an experience from home you still miss after living in California for so long? I love the show. Most of the things that I miss, I can probably get hold of. Mm. Glasgow and Manchester mm. are both known for having exceptionally good Indian restaurants, and mm. I do miss a good Indian meal here and there. Yeah, I know what you mean, Tom. I found a kind of good Indian, but it's not quite yes, the same. Glasgow's excellent for Indian oh, food. I remember we went out a lot in Glasgow for Indian food. Great Indian food. Brilliant. 
What was your place around the corner from your house that you loved? Mr. Sings. Hiya, Mr. Sing. Hiya, Mr. Sings and everybody at Mr. Sings. Mm. Great. I love the restaurant. I love the people. Great and people. fantastic food. Really and well. they would do things. They, I liked how they mixed Scotland with the Indian heritage. So mm. they would make a uh, haggis pakora. Yeah, it was great. Brilliant, eh? Mm. Definitely. Or good. like um, they made a sort of Indian... Um, curry pie. That was uh, oh, they did a lot of cool stuff. I yeah, loved it. and there's a great simplicity in beans on toast for me, and it's not that mm. easy to get hold of kind of Heinz beans and stuff. You can still find it, but it's crazy expensive for a tin of beans over here, isn't it? Crazy, I know. I do miss. I that. know. Right? Yeah. Like you're four, right. four or four or five times more expensive than uh, a tin of beans in in Britain. So I like that with the football, waking up early, cup of tea, maybe beans on toast, maybe a soft fried egg that you can fucking just, oh, I said fucking just, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, explode on top of your oh, beans and so all that stuff. I tell you what I missed on, but I know how to make it now. So it's time for me to do a recipe mm. or maybe, yeah, it's actually a recipe. Yeah. I really missed potato scones. Oh yeah. You get them in Scotland, the triangles, <laughs> Of, of joy. Mm. They're just so delicious. You can have them with eggs, put them on a sandwich with anything. They're brilliant. And here's how you make them, Dom. Go on. Say, for instance, one evening, you're having a meal, and that meal has mashed potatoes. Mm. Say you're having a roast chicken and some vegetables and, and mashed potatoes. Or you're just having vegetables and mashed potatoes. Or, or you're having you've... sausage and mashed potatoes. Or, or maybe you're just having mashed potatoes. <laughs> just mashed the potatoes. Most, the most deconstructed form of potatoes you can have, I would think. Right? right? Yeah. So you've made your mashed potatoes. Yeah. Make too much, Dom. That's the secret. Right. Make too much. When it's, when it's cooled down, stick it in the fridge. The next morning, get the mashed potatoes, put it in a bowl, and then add flour through a sieve. Now, I don't know how much flour because I just do it with my eyes and my fingers. Mm. But once it becomes like a dough, mm. so it's not potatoes anymore, it's no. a dough. Yeah. You take that, you roll it super thin, like eighth of an inch. Mm. I would say... That's metric. Yeah, I would say 10 playing cards stacked on top of each other. 10 normal-sized playing cards, nice and thin. Mm. Then you cut it into triangles. Why triangles? Is there a reason? I don't know, but they're always triangles. Is it an old weapon in like Scottish clan days or something like that? Maybe. Possibly. And it doesn't matter which type of triangle, because I know you're not great at, at geometry and math. No, I like an isosceles. I don't know what it is, though. Isosceles, it can be a right angle. It can be... I don't know what that means. Obtuse. Oh, obtuse, yeah. It can be any sort of triangle you want. And do you know why it's maybe triangles? I've noticed it's kind of fun cutting triangles out of dough. Yeah. Because one line can be at the side, but then you make it the bottom of the next triangle and then the top of the next triangle. Well, you think it's a waste? A waste it's a way of like of getting around it all. Surely a square is less waste than a triangle because that's, that's everything, isn't it? A triangle, you've missed a little bit there. Know what I mean? I'll check it out. Okay. But get make it triangles. Let's, let's keep it traditional. Then you get your frying pan nice and hot. Some oil, just enough to, you know, keep it moist. <laughs> and then you stick them in. Fry them. Fry them until it just starts to colour. Whip it over. Here, here's the thing, Tom. When you whip it, you make that noise. Mm. 
Here's the thing. Yeah. When you get it on the other side, yeah. get a good quality butter. Ooh. Cut thin and put a couple of little bits of that on. Nobs? Would, would you say nobs? A knob, but a slither. Oh, a like slither knob? The, the, the height of one playing card. Wow. And you put that and then you cook the other side. And then while you're doing that, break an egg, fry up an egg or something. Ooh. If you have a sausage, have a sausage. Oh, stop it. it. And then see these potato scones? Oh, stuff? I see them. They are the most Moorish things mm. you will ever eat. Yeah, it's like a crunchy potato-y thing. <gasps> oh. the, the morning of your wedding, I don't know if you remember because you were heavily medicated that morning. <laughs> <laughs> but the morning of your wedding... Yeah, in you the woke, Hilton. Yeah, you woke us up early. I did. And it was it was myself, Elijah, a few notable others. Your little son was... How old was Jack then? Four? Boy, three or four? Well, no, a little bit older than three. Five? five yeah, four. Four, four or five. five, yeah. And we were all in our suits, and you you made us all breakfast. And it Lovely. included your own potato scones, and they were fantastic. And, and I tell you what, you make do yourself a favour and make potato scones exactly as I told you there. Work out the flour consistency yourself, but they are absolutely delicious. So we've done scrambled eggs, now we've done potato scones. Scrambled eggs and potato scones! Oh, fantastic. We're going to have to do at some point a couple of other things to get us a full breakfast. We'll do a baked bean recipe, or maybe someone's got one for us. Maybe a bacon, a sausage one if someone's eating meat. Or a veggie sausage. sausage. Dom, we are creating the greatest... Second breakfast. The perfect second breakfast. Send us in your favourite second breakfast recipes. Brilliant, that's a new the segment. Perf- the segment is called The Perfect Second Breakfast. Lovely. Now, when we were growing up, everybody loved cereal, right? I mean, what could be nicer? A nice big bowl of cereal, freezing cold milk, lovely. But as we get older, we realise it's maybe not the best thing for us. There's lots of stuff in those cereals, not to mention all the sugar. So what do we do? We still want cereal. I'll tell you what you do. Magic Spoon cereal. Fantastic. Delicious. And here's some facts. There's zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in every serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly. It's gluten-free. It's grain-free. It's soy-free. And it's low-carb. Build your own box. Available flavours to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Go to magicspoon.com slash onion and grab your custom bundle of cereal. And be sure to use our promo code onion at the checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. And so it should, it's delicious. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code onion to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. All right, you're looking for some new workout clothes, something new to edit the gym, and you're fed up with all the usual. Well, I've got the very company for you. Viore Clothing. Now, this is one of my favourite finds of the last few years. Viore Clothing is really something special. They're made to work out in, so they're great for the gym or whatever sport you're doing, tennis, uh, surfing. I love their surf shorts. 
But as well as that, you can wear them just for lounging around, wear them all day. I love their joggers. I wear them basically every day. I'll, I'll go to dinner with them. They're really great, great clothing. And as well as that, the company are trying to do something for the planet. Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint, which is wonderful. They are also reducing and offsetting 100% of their plastic footprint from 2019 and beyond. Really special company that are making fantastic clothes. I would say definitely try something. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash onion. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash onion. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any US orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash onion and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Can I tell a Lord of Rings story? Oh, go on. We, when we went to uh, Lost Lorien, mm. which was an amazing set, if you remember oh, it, Tom. I do, I do. And uh, I remember one of the carpenters on it who was making the set for Lost Lorien was a Scottish guy that I'd worked with in theatre in Edinburgh quite a few times. And I remember speaking with him over dinner one night and he had the plans of Lothlorien, different things. And I said, how's it going? And he says, this is the most difficult build he had ever done. He said, it was just incredible, the detail that they'd all went into. And when we got there, it was beautiful. Spiral staircases. Oh, yeah. And all this beautiful elven architecture, you know, taken from Alan Lee's drawings and John Howe. And one of the things they had was this huge loom, if you remember. It was beautiful as if the elves had used this to kind of make their clothes or whatever. And me and uh, Sean Aston, and I can't, were you there? I I don't think I remember this. We were sitting at this loom and it was a bit windy and the wind blew the loom over and it hit Sean Aston square on his head. Crack! Like it must have weighed about a quarter of a ton, this thing. And it hit him right in the head. It, it would have killed a normal man. Yeah, he's got a big, strong head, though. He's got a very big head for the mm. size of, mm. of man he is. Mm. And uh, I think that saved him. Mm. Just the sheer thickness of his cranium. Yeah, he's solid. You would describe Sean Aston as a solid man. And I remember after that for good a good month, I would think, on set, I used to shout at uh, Sean Aston, Loom! <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he's walking past and he'd go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a beautiful set. And I remember there's a spiral staircase which features quite a lot in the scene. Mm. And obviously there were times where they would reset our positions so it kept looking like we were coming around oh, yeah. the corner of the spiral staircase. But to give them their credit, that spiral staircase was quite uh, extensive. It wasn't just a couple of flights of stairs. You were on it for a little bit. Yeah. And then they would reset as reset the cameras and stuff. A fantastic set, Lothlorien. Beautiful. Uh, more correspondence from Christian F. Patridis. Where's he from? Greece. Carry That's on. That's a guess. On our YouTube page, he simply said, I came to see Sam, our wonderful critical role uh, friend, but left with a fantastic scrambled eggs recipe. 
Tried it out today. My go my goodness, it is fantastic. Thank you for the recommendation. Why don't you try that with potato scones? You'd be crazy not to. Good shout. Um, I think that's it. We've got some emails and voicemails. Should we do that? Let's do it. Let's hear some voicemails. Let's hear some some voices. Oh, emails and real mails. Bastard tigers, slow as snails. Hey, Billy and Dom. This is Jonathan from Louisiana in the United States, the city of Baton Rouge, which, fun fact, is French for red stick. I'm calling because I've always enjoyed The Lord of the Rings. And though that's why I found The Friendship Onion and your podcast, the reason that I've been fascinated and continue to listen is your frequent discussions on music and your opinions on it, your viewpoints. It's awesome. So I had this fun little question I wanted to leave you guys. Other than any of the musical performance groups that you've already been a part of, if you could at any point in time go back and be a part of any other musical group, what band would it be? And why would you want to play their music with them? Thanks, guys. Have a great one. That's a good one, isn't it? I'm always so boring. I always answer the, be the Beatles. You Beatles! Knew, you knew that, didn't you? And, well, but I mean, it's a, I mean, I was watching Get Back again. I just can't stop watching it. It's I brilliant. just keep putting it on. It's brilliant. We were saying just before we started the podcast, it's almost become like comfort viewing. You just put it on if you're tidying the house or washing the pots or something because it's kind of a long-form documentary. Brilliant. There's, there's footage of the Beatles in the cavern kind of around the time where Brian Epstein signs them when they're singing Some Other Guy. Some other guy now, mm, taking my love away, away from, from me, oh yeah. yeah. Some other guy now. It's just so joyful and the energy of that band. So I'm kind of boring. I've always wanted to have some sort of association with the Beatles and they change music in so yeah. many different ways. I mean... But if I, 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 to not say Beatles then... Please. I would... To play live with this band, Led Zeppelin. Wow. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you're talking Touring about. Touring with Led Zeppelin. Mm. With that drummer at the back there. Mm. Giving it the backbeat. Oh, I. But good, that. Yeah. Incredible. So Incredible so many band. bands. And you know that film that when, when the Beatles disappeared? What was that called? Yesterday? No. Film where they disappeared. Help. No. The colour one. <laughs> no. The Beatles weren't in it. They disappeared. It was a film that Danny Boyle made. Ah, Yesterday. It is called Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, as a young boy, I basically had that idea and I used to have little dreams. Mm. You know, you know when... I think that's a great thing about your mind. Mine in particular? No, everyone's. Go on. If you, if you sit quietly and really think about something... It's like it's actually happened. And as a young man, I used to sit in my room and I'd think, imagine the Beatles didn't exist and I could have all those songs as if I wrote them. And, and it almost felt real. Well, also it puts forward the argument of like, well, what is real, right? Does mm -hmm. it, Like in The Matrix, your mm -hmm. mind makes it real. What Your mind is a powerful thing and your mind clearly creates things that you could argue are not real, that it thinks is real because it's projected on a future that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. But then also in the present, you exactly. can say, I did this, I went here, I did that. You know, like sometimes you're missing a friend and you and you sit there for a second and you think, oh, I wish I was back in that place with that person. What's happened to your mind there? Has it transported you back there? Exactly. You know what I mean? What's, what's... I saw a, a conversation with a Buddhist monk and they were asking her, what, don't you feel like you're missing out on life? And she says, when I sit and meditate, I can have any life I want. Mm. I can sit, 
I can marry anyone. I can, you know, and just have these lives in my head. Amazing. Oh, now, baby, will you make me move? Go, make you sweat. Go, make you groove. Lovely stuff. I don't think that's the right one. <laughs> uh, I think we've got another voicemail, potentially. One yeah, more. John says, or yeah, as, do it. Johnny Clues said there, uno mas. Splish, splash, I was having a bath. Well, actually, I was having a shower. And it was a fantastic shower because our good friends over at Manscaped, the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene, had just sent me their new ultra-premium collection, and it is fantastic. It's the all-in-one hygiene skin hair bundle, and it's designed to upgrade the everyday man's shower routine from head to toe. And it is absolutely fantastic. You start off, of course, when you lather on the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash, it is really nice. Then it's hair time. That's when you get your shampoo and conditioner. And then once you're out, you can get your aluminium-free deodorant, moisturizer spray, lip balm, the whole thing. And I tell you, it is really, really good. They've absolutely nailed the scent. It's not overpowering. It's subtle but it's really nice and it all has this scent going through it. It's really, really good and I would suggest you get some. And not only get some, but uh, don't forget to put the onion code in to manscaped.com because you'll get a bit off. I'll tell you about it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code onion at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code onion at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. Now, what's that sound? That is the sound of another sale on Shopify. Oh, yes. And what could be nicer? Fantastic. Shopify is so easy to set up. You can do it without any knowledge of the inside of computers. And it's brilliant. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So the upstarts, startups, and even established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Oh yes, we use Shopify here on the Friendship Onion and it is fantastic. It is so simple. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed. I mean, any business from one down the street to around the globe. Like ours, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's so easy to add your Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you've got. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins and beyond. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash onion, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash onion right now. Shopify.com slash onion. Hey there, Billy and Dominic. 
Um, my name is Jacob. I am from Texas, and I'm actually a teacher. And one of the things I always talk about with my students is the power of reading. Um, obviously, you have talked about in your episodes how much y'all have enjoyed reading and just sort of the impact that reading has had on you. So I was hoping that you might talk a little bit about why do you think it's important that people read and even continue to read as an adult? And then also, what do you get out of reading a book in terms of you know, why do you enjoy reading and why do you continue to read even to this day? Uh, thank you very much and I hope y'all have a great day. That's a good, that's a good question mm. though. Texas, Texas teachers. Mm. Right. I was, I was speaking to a teacher and he was basically saying that young people these days are losing the skill of reading. And, and, and it's, and I get it, but also it's kind of sad. And I think there's a great joy, almost what we were just talking about, how your mind can make a reality. Well, reading is sort of doing that mm. and getting comfortable with a book that you love and you're looking forward to opening it up again. There's, it's a great feeling mm. and getting settled and saying, I'm going to be here for an hour or two hours just sitting reading this book the way you would with a movie. And then your mind goes into that and it's, it's a beautiful experience, but it's one that takes work. Yeah. As this teacher was saying to me, like our friend in Texas there, um, it, it it takes work and and I think young people just now have a lot of other things and and things are faster YouTube and all that but I think taking the time to have a reading space where you like to go with a book that you're loving is a um, is a is a real joy in life that we we shouldn't lose mm, a very simple joy isn't it and yeah. I think with all of these art forms that we're lucky enough to try and interact with, whether that be a TV show or a film or a piece of art or a poem or sculpture or whatever, my personal feeling of deeply connecting with a book is really hard to beat if you compare it to anything else. It's mm. such a personal, intimate experience. And also, like you said, it does take a little bit of work. And I think sometimes the intention of saying, I'm going to sit, and read, which obviously takes a little bit of brain power, is an important place to introduce into your daily habits all the time. A little bit of education that gives you a little bit of joy instead of, like you had said, sometimes we find ourselves now in a society where you just want to just be as lazy as possible and have things kind of spoon fed to you, you know? Yeah. Um, and you spend a lot, of, I spend a lot of time flicking because I don't know where things are. So I'm I'm going from one thing to another and you know, and you think, Wow, I just kind of spoiled thirty minutes or forty five minutes doing nothing. Well, remember there were times we stopped doing it because we made a we made a specific decision to stop doing it. But I would come down to your house, have dinner, and then you and I and your wife would watch like eight trailers to try and figure out what we wanted to watch. And then have a conversation, realize that two hours had gone by and I'd be like, I've got to get in the car now and go. <laughs> So making a decision. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I'm 45 now. So I'm also, I'm, I'm getting quite kind of specific about reading because I think, well, there's not an infinite amount of books that I possibly could read. No. There's only a finite amount in a good year, even though we make out like we're going to read tons of books in a year. In a good year, if I've read eight, ten books, I'm delighted. 
Yeah, I think that's good in a year. That's great. Our friend John. Johnny Clues over there. Johnny Clues does 100 books Read a year. 100 books last year. It's very impressive. But he doesn't leave the house. Yeah. True. I leave the house. Yeah, you do. You're a very ambitious man. So pick up a book and read it. What would be your number one recommendation for a piece of fiction? Fiction. Fiction, he said. Rama. Go on. Rama's a book. It's a sci-fi book where this object comes into our solar system. Oh, this is the one you keep talking about. And I keep, I always forget the name and it just came to me there. Brilliant. And uh, uh, it's called definitely Rama. It could be Welcome to Rama, or but I think it's called Rama. Okay. And this cigar-shaped thing comes in. And we no, don't, it's not a cigar. We don't know what it is, but it'd be a big cigar because it's giant. Yeah. It's really big. And when they go up there and they look in it, it's nothing. And then very slowly, well, actually very quickly. Okay. It's the like, exact opposite. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like evolution happens. Right. On the ship. On the ship. Very, like, well, water arrives and then um, small life, one cell creatures, mm. two cell, crabs, mm. fish. Mm. Things that go Lizards. Yeah. Monkeys. Fish. Yeah. And then this all happens on this thing. Being witnessed from Earth. Being not being witnessed by the astronauts who go up there. Right. And it's giant. Right, right. It's like a seas and, and I understand. And, and oh, brilliant. you're not gonna ruin it. Don't no, ruin it. No, I won't ruin it, but maybe that, I'll read it. And oh enjoy it, Dom. I'm trying to think of my fictional recommendation. There's a great book by Richard Bach, B-A-C-H, called The Composer. No, uh, that's uh, Johann Sebastian. Carry on. Could be his uncle. Uh, a, it's called Illusions. You'd like it if you've <gasps> not read it. It's about a young man who meets the Messiah right. in a field right. in the middle of the United States. And the Messiah has chosen to take himself out of his normal messianic life yeah. and just fly crop dusting planes. And he flies around and he uh, dusts crops with pesticides yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And the guy... Spends time getting to know the Messiah and being frustrated and then also inspired by his relationship with him. It's a 100-page book. Very interesting look at heroes and idols and how that all works. Brilliant. Have you not read that? Never read it. That's another book I'm going to buy. That will be something like the 15th book I've bought you. That's like a year of books. I can't, I can't just read your books for a year. True. You must be almost done with that body book. I lost it for a while. I got, it, I got it back again. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Tom, what yeah. am I reading here? From Micah in North Carolina. Right. Okay. Well, before I read this, I think I could win this today because you're a, you're you're all fingers and thumbs I'm all in your over mouth. The place. It's like I've got a knot in my tongue today. Micah mm. from North Carolina. Here's a little challenge, says Micah. Who's faster at reading the following? There's two of them here. Go on. Let's do the first one, right? Go on, then. Well, well hold on. We'll need Johnny to, Clues to time it. Want me to time you? Yeah, we want you to time. So, Billy, are you going first, Bills? Yeah, I'll go first, then. Brave man. Hey, tell you what, Johnny. Give us a three, two, one, go. You've got to get it right, though. Hold on. <laughs> this is a zither. This is a zither. A cricket critic. A cricket critic. Black bug's blood. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, ready? I'm going to say three, two, one... You want that? Is that you seeing it? No, no, no. Oh. I'm just doing practice. Three, two, one. Or do you want me to three, two, one, go? 
Uh, three, get... two, one, go. Got it. All right, ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck would chuck? Well, oh, nah. Can we go again, John? <clears throat> All right. We'll try so again. If you get it wrong three, three times, times, three tries each. Three times in a row, you're out. Right. Three, two, one, go. Go. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He would chuck, he would, as much as he could, and chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Fantastic! Yeah, oh, 11.89. 11.89. 11. The Battle of Bannockburn. Okay, here we go. Let me warm up a little bit. Christ. Isosceles triangle. Isosceles triangle. Isosceles triangle. The Statue of Liberty. Here it goes. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He would chuck, he would, as much as he could, and chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck would, could. Oh, oh, nice. oh, oh so that was almost, almost a winner. Last go, last go. Last go. La, no. la, 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 It's no pressure, I need Tom. to go. No pressure. I don't that feel pressure. That would have won if you didn't bomb him. Ah. Put your feet, put your feet. Get, get, get solid. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Wait, wait. Oh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, go. You All right, go. You ready? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. How much wood would a woodchuck wood if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He would chuck, he would, as much as he could, and chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck could chuck wood. 969269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269269
very close to it. Oh, we got we got some seat problems here. You almost injured yourself there. I love the fact that you've had to do it in an English accent as well. It, you turn into an Englishman when you're Peter Piper picked a peck of pickles. Give us a Johnny! All right, all right, here one. we go. Last, last one. one. Last one. <clears throat> you ready? And welcome to the news. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. <laughs> <laughs> I failed! Yes, That's you failed. It. Well, I mean, it's a one-to-one. You both won one. <coughs> Don won the no, first one. No, I won the first one as well. Oh, you, Don won yeah. oh you're right. I guess you did win both of them. And he wasn't even so classically trained. Uh, do you want to do a Gene and Je- Denver Dave question? Yeah, we could do a Gene and Denver Dave question. This one's pretty hot. Okay. That was fun. That was great. Yeah, you should do that at home. It's good. Get the whole family. See who can do it fastest. Send it to us. Send, send us yeah, your tongue twisters. Yeah, send tongue twisters. But also tell us who has done one of those the fastest. We will, Can we put that up somewhere? Yeah. John? We'll put it up on our web pages and all everywhere. As and a you clip. Can, and you can, as a clip, but also so you can read it. And let us know. Do see it with you your family. Yes, yeah, see if you can go along with us. See um, who can do it fastest. My favorite, very simple tongue twister is toy boat. Just say toy boat five toy times. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Fantastic. Thanks. Wasn't that fast, but it was fantastic. <laughs> so there's a question from Roy Campson in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Hey, Gene and Denver Dave, wondering what you assholes think of these gas prices. I was planning on visiting my brother-in-law in Cincinnati, and it's cost me over $150 to fill up my truck. Now I can't afford to take my bro for honey barbecue wings at Applebee's. What the f***? It's a f***ing disgrace. Thing is, I drive a Mack truck, so it cost me $480 to get from the top of my street to the bottom of it, so this is not new news to me. That's no f***. Use to me. That's terrible, right, Gene? I hate it. I don't like these prices. I remember when I could fill up my car for eight dollars. Eight dollars I'd taken from New York to North Carolina, see my grandmother Daisy, she made me some pie. F-ing pie. F-ing. F-ing these prices. It's a disgrace. No, but in all seriousness. Tell me about it. There was a point where yep. the, the gas prices around the world going crazy, but in, in the United States, you everything get, was f***ing hunky-dory. Now it's not f***ing hunky-dory. Now $3 it's, for a gallon? From Florida to f***ing San Francisco. And it's all up the wazoo now, the f***ing assholes. Now you guys, you plugged them in the f***ing wall. I don't know who's responsible, but it's a f***ing disgrace. You should buy yourself one of those little tiny electric cars. That's what you need. You get a little Fiat from a, a, a Italian, and you fill up that bastard. Cost you six dollars. No problem. Thanks for your question. Thanks for the question. Keep coming, you piece of shit. <laughs> Filthy animal. Well, it's always nice to uh, hear the opinions of Gene in Denver, Dave. But uh, we should eat the world. It's always worth my favorite segment of this show because you I'm get a chance. sweating from those tongue travelers. Tongue travelers? You can't even say tongue twisters. It's that confusing. You poor man. We will be <laughs> heading over to the all expenses spared stage for another section of Billy and Dom Eat, Eat the world. world. Billy and Dom Eat the World. Hello. Hello. 
You join us here in the All Expenses Spared stage for Billy and Dom Eat the World with my wonderful co-star, William Boyd. Hello. And we are eating what I consider to be arguably the most undermined and wonderful fruit on the planet. A tangerine. No, it's a lovely classic apple. I've never known anyone who eats more apples than you, Dom. Honestly? Yeah. Is that true, though? Because yeah. I take that as a strong compliment. Yeah. I love apples, and I eat them all the time. I know you do. And if someone said to me, uh, I, you're known as being the person that eats a lot of apples, I'd be like, oh, well, thanks very much. Really? Better yeah. than, like, saving people? And <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I right. want to be the, the, the king apple eater. But this was sent to us by uh, Courtney Kutrilik. 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 Who said... Here comes Johnny Clues, who said, uh, Billy and Dom, you guys are so great. Oh, thank uh, you, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. Love the podcast. I just wanted to say thank you. You make uh, days better whilst working. I run an apple orchards store. And while it's not a greatly exciting eat the world, I hope that you very much enjoy this snack. Courtney, I will be getting in touch with you to order some fantastic apples because look at the extensive list of apples. How many different types there? 50? 50 apples. That's incredible. What's your favorite? Just running, uh, just from a name. Well, my beautiful mom, uh, I associate very strongly with a Granny Smith apple because I think that's her favorite. So I have a very soft spot for a Granny Smith, but I'll tell you what else. I love a pink lady. <laughs> Don't that, we all, William? What Don't about we all? a Viking? You ever had I've a never Viking? had a Viking. Some of these I've never had before. A Rosalie, a Milton, a Macintosh, a Cameo, an Empire. Courtney, I'm going to get in touch and order some of these, but... <clears throat> Sage's apples in Ohio. That's where we got them from. From Sage's apples in Ohio. And Courtney, the wonderful Courtney, sent us two different types. She sent us a Granny Smith Ooh. here, which doesn't look anything like the Granny Smith that I grew up with, but we're excited about that. And an Evercrisp. Here, read this description here about an Evercrisp. Sweet and crisp. Like you. Evercrisp makes one of the best eating apples around. What do you mean, eating apple? What else you might do with an apple? A bake. All right, okay. Maybe a baking <laughs> apple. Yeah, because you don't want to have like a... I'm going to clean my glasses, though. Oh, yeah, good. I'm actually using Johnny Clues's glasses today because I normally uh, have glasses and I'd like to introduce them to the Billion Dummy in the World section, but I keep forgetting them, so I'm using Johnny Clues's glasses today. Which, Which is a shame, actually, because Johnny Clues, i just seen him outside talking to the coat stand. <laughs> yeah, I can't see a thing. Now, which one should we start with? Hey, a crispy crisper. What's it oh, called? Ever crisp. An ever crisp. Now, let's see these, how crispy they are, because I'll put this close to the mic. Right. My God. You, My you, God, you, look at that one. Juicy. You're salivating. No, that's from the apple. Mm. That is the sweetest apple I've ever tasted. Wow, sweet and crunchy. That's as if there's been sugar, like, injecting into that. Isn't it? I'll read you some stuff here about the Evercrisp. The Evercrisp is sweet and juicy. <laughs> I just said that, you know? Dom. It's a yummy apple that holds a powerful crunch. Evercrisp name says it all. This durable apple arrives late in the season and stores strongly. That means it won't go bad too quickly. It maintains sweetness, like you said, and firmness like no other. That makes Evercrisp the perfect treat for the holiday season and an ideal snack for a healthy new year. My God, Dom. I don't think I've ever had an apple with that knife. I love apple. Now, here's another thing we've talked about ad nauseum, but an apple contains an active ingredient. I think it might be pectin, but that's a guess, that dilates 
the gallbladder duct valve. It's not. It's is not it not? Victim. What is it? It begins with a B. Bumblebees. Wait, wait. No. No? Okay, but close. I could see your brain working there. So your gallbladder holds on to certain toxins and stuff like that, and you want it to be able to release those toxins. Unfortunately, when gallstones get too big, they get trapped, don't they? But when you eat an apple, it dilates or, or inflates, extends, enlarges. Mm. The yeah, valve. Yeah, yeah the, the actual opening. Allowing bigger things to fall out. Well, your gallbladder, the bile from your liver comes up to your gallbladder. Yeah. And then when you eat something with fat in it, mm. it will release some, it squirts out some bile to deal with the fat. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you end up with gallstones. I had them done. Oh, oh I've pain. never seen you looking so physically and mentally drained. The pain, Dom. I know. I never felt pain like it. I know. And I used to take, because you, the, you're absolutely right, the apples. Eat apples, drink apple juice, and I was, and I used to take the supplement, which I, it begins with a B. A B, yeah, I wish I knew. And, uh, Someone will know. And it really helped, it really helped, but not enough. No, you had to have surgery. In the had end, to have surgery. I tried man. so hard. I did about a year try to do it naturally, but I couldn't. Though. I'm so glad you met. You lost a lot of weight and you look very... You look beside yourself. I was 124 pounds. Oh, that's thin. That's thin for me. That is thin. Now, a lot of people talk to me because I, I am known for eating a lot of fruit. A lot of people say, oh, but fruit, all that sugar. Now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Almost everything that you eat turns to sugar in the digestive process. Mm -hmm. A few things turn to amino acids and fatty mm -hmm. acids and stuff like that. But almost everything, I would say 90% of the things that you eat turn to sugar. The things, the thing about fruit, apples especially, not especially, but, uh, you know, included, is it's a sugar that you know. It's fructose. So your body goes, ah, sugar. But we know this. It's not like um, man-made sugars that it has to go through a whole process. It's know? the only thing you can eat that your body doesn't have to do anything to it right. to digest to it. To change it into it something else. Just immediately uses it. Instant energy. Dom. Yeah. Can I try the dance? Go on, I'm going to have one last bite of the ever crisp. Now, our, Thank you, our friend... Courtney. Our friend Courtney Love says Courtney. that um, she sent the Granny Smith as well because uh, she, she heard you saying that you like an apple on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And she thinks this is a good one for your sandwich. Yeah, my cheese and marmite and crisp sandwich. Very Ready. good. Right, let's have a bite of a Granny Smith there. Right, here we go. Oh, it's hard. Though. Is it tough? Is it's it firm? denser. It's denser, though. It's firm. Like a, like a dancer's ass from Cirque du Soleil. Oh, you're right. It's firm. And no, I took my front teeth out. Oh. Yeah, that's lovely as well. Now, yeah. Would it be fair to say that that's a little bit more tart? Oh, definitely more tart. Mm. Less sweet. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you want that in an apple. Especially on a sandwich, to cut through some of the cheese and the marmite, you need something a little sharp, a little tart. And sometimes when I eat an apple, I don't always want sweet. I want, you know, I want fresh and crisp and mm, something that makes me go, ooh, yeah, 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 that's hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my apples straight out of the fridge. I personally like to... Um, Give them a little clean with some soap because especially in the United States, to preserve them, they'll put a little bit of um, spray on them to kind of hold them in stasis. So I like to wash them with a little bit of uh, soap and then obviously dry them. But I'll tell you what, this is going to get high scores for me for usefulness, but we'll go on. Um, 
so many different flavors here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do my research into Sage's Apples in Ohio because it looks like they have a year round mm -hmm. selection of apples that you can choose from. And you can find them at. And we're only doing it, like they're Ooh. not sponsoring us or anything. No, they're not sponsoring they us. They just sent us lovely people. apples and they're mm -hmm. delicious. Then you can find out more at sageapples.com. If I'm taking a long haul flight, yeah. I will often put a couple of apples in each pocket because I'll think you're not quite sure what you're going to get on the plane. And if I can have two apples, I could skip the first meal and just mm -hmm. do an apple course. Mm -hmm. That's it. One time... Uh, when I had my gallbladder uh, problems, me and Dom went to try and sort it at a natural place, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We went to see our friend Linda Shea. In, in North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, it was very helpful, but we did have apples on that flight. That's what made me think of it. Did you? Yep. There's no need for that. We read a little blurb here about the Granny Smith. With its sublimely tart flavour. Tart? You said tart. It was quite tart. An unmistakable green hue. The Granny Smith apple, or Malus domestica, is one of the most instantly recognizable apples and beloved apples in the orchard. Its acidity and strong taste make it a frequent choice for both baking and eating as a hand fruit. A hand fruit? A hand fruit. Surely most fruits are hand fruits, apart from yeah. a watermelon. Well, even a watermelon. More like a forearm fruit. Yeah. Fantastic. I have to say, even though Granny Smiths feature... Very high in rankings of uh, apples for me. On this particular occasion, the Evercrisp is uh, much preferred. You want to hear anything about the Evercrisp? Go on, tell us a little bird. Right. Blurb, blurb, blurb. Here we go. Mm. Nearly 20 years ago, Mitch Lind of Lind Fruit Farms in Ohio Hi, Mitch. set out on a mission to develop apple varieties that were flavourable, Flavorful, sorry, yeah, yeah. crunchy and crisp, mm. avoiding his region's unpredictable winter spring weather patterns, and that's when they came up with the ever crisp. And I tell you what, delicious that though. It's an instant classic. It's fantastic. Shall we, it, it. we give it some scores? Are we so we're scoring both apples separately? I say, or are we pulling them together? I think we do it separately, don't we? Really? We we'll need to be fast then. We're running out of time. All right, the honey crisp. Right, flavor. It's an 8.9 for me. It's a 9 for me. Wow, you loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, aesthetics. I mean, I like the fact that it's all clearly organic, so, you know, it's not the most uniform of shapes, but I enjoy that. I'm giving it an 8. Mine had this little guy. Yeah, that I'm, always, I'm always worried that I'll find half a worm. Yeah. Could, could it just be a minor bruise? Yeah. Surface but bruise? But I think it's beautiful, mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll give that a 9 as well. Okay, great. Usefulness, my God. An apple. You can put it in a cake. You can put it in ice cream. You can put it in some sort of pie. You can have it. Juice. Juice. It, it, it helps smoothie. with. Uh, smoothie. It helps with gallbladder issues. It's healthy. You can take it on planes. It's portable. You can Trains. bring it to games, train, automobiles. <laughs> All of them. It's a 10 out of 10 for me for usefulness. Across, well, uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever given it in a 10. And I think I you have for some things, but I know, not across I don't the think board. I, I, gave I don't think I have. Really? I think you have, but that's all right. What is it? A 10 for you? No. It's so a 9.5. 9.5. And then onto the Granny Smith taste. I'm going to get it. It's slightly demoted to me because I didn't. It wasn't the greatest Granny Smith that I've had. I'm going to give it a 7. I hear you, Dom. It's nice. It's tart, but not tart enough. Mm. If I'm, as, 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 you know, going against this one. Yeah, it's not firm enough for me. And you could hardly get your teeth through it. I know. I want it firmer. Eight. Okay. Uh, aesthetics. The look of the thing. It's not the most attractive Granny Smith I've seen either. I'm, I'm going to give it a 6.5. 
Eight. Usefulness is a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's, it's incredibly useful. If anything, maybe even more useful than this one. So 9.8. Well, that was, in my opinion, the most underrated and uh, much maligned fruit out there because I think it's familiarity breeds contempt, you see, because... That's why we I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Tom. No, no. You set me up for that. You hurt my feelings there. No, but if you suddenly were introduced to a banana or an apple, we'd all go crazy about it. But because we're so used to growing up with it, you think, oh, whatever, an apple. But it's brilliant size for your hands. Yeah. Brilliant flavour. Everyone loves an apple. Do you know anyone that doesn't like apples? Everyone loves an apple. Well, if it's a good apple, it's good a good apple, apple isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But the thing I always do is I leave them too long. Oh, and and then I'll pass and I'll go, oh, I could go an apple. And I get it and it's, it's past its best. Mm. I, I like it when it's crisp. Yeah, you've got to go after it. My brother used to eat a whole apple, core and all. Oh, he shouldn't do that. He's not done, done do it anymore. The seeds are poison. All right. Mm-hmm. Is it a tiny amount of cyanide in I the I think seeds? so. So never put the seeds in a smoothie or anything. Never put a whole apple in. Right. Keep the core out. Tom, here's a some. Here's nothing to do with Ohio mm-hmm. and the lovely people at... Courtney. Sageapples.com. Mm-hmm. But why is the big apple called the big apple? And you know this because ah, we worked it out before, in New York once. We? We've been told this before. Do you know the answer? I do know the answer. Um, you want to give us a clue? Is it some something about an industry? Something about a mm-hmm. trade? Mm-hmm. But it's not about fruit industry, is well, it? Well, sort of. Is it? Well, New York used to be the big apple um, centre, a really? producer of America. Right. And but why did they call it the Big Apple and who called it the Big Apple? I'm gonna say, well, they called it the Big Apple because that's where most of the apples in the country were being farmed. So it was, yeah. And then it was, and then it was nicknamed the Big Apple by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Well, kind the of guy Louis went Armstrong. to the moon. <laughs> kind of Louis Armstrong. Cole Porter. Jazz musicians. When they were on tour in America, the biggest gigs were always in New York. So when they were going there, they'd say, that's us. We're going to the Big Apple. Mm. And I think a lot of jazz trumpeters would buy an apple and store it in the cone. Are you sure? So you don't get dust in there. But also when they went for a really high note, sometimes make the balcony. Yeah. Fantastic piece of apple trivia there. Courtney, thank you. Thank you. For these wonderful fruits. And I'll certainly be getting in touch with you to um, see if I can get hold of some more. Because the these, great apples. Absolutely delicious. They describe some of these uh, apples as spicy. That's crazy. A Melrose. You can have a spicy apple. Anyway, guys, get in touch with us. If there's something that you grew up with, if there's a delicacy that you tried a couple of times and you want us to try it because it's it's a, a curious food item or something like that, get in touch with us. Uh, uh, Billion Dom, eat the world. Uh, I've forgotten the email address. Don't worry about that, Dom. I'll do it now. The Friendship Onion at castmedia.com. Yeah, or you can get in touch with us, leave comments on our YouTube channel, or you, you should follow our Spotify playlist. Rate, review, and subscribe to us, because if you subscribe to us, it means that we can make more episodes. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you for all the apples. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night.
You're shining bright, I'm your oyster, baby, you're my pearl. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.